Opinions expressed in this show are solely our own and do not express the views or opinions of any institution. Hey, everybody. Welcome to another episode of the All Staff Meeting, Episode 8, the original educational humor podcast. Guys, there are 3.7 million teachers in America. We're just doing our best to make each one of them laugh. (laughs) You're so corny, Poom. I I made a couple of them laugh already. (laughs) And with me here today, I have a very dear friend of mine. You know who it is. It's Miss Education. How are you guys? I am so excited. We are now in episode eight and I'm feeling so great. Did not mean to rhyme, but I did anyway. (laughs) She's not a rapper though. I, yeah. I could be a rapper. You could be a rapper. Yeah. Yeah. Hot 16 right now. Yeah. (laughs) It is lit. But wait, wait. The producer's supposed to drop a a beat. You need a beat. Yeah, yeah. Producer, you need a beat. I'm no, no, oh. no, that's not playing. I don't want to play myself. Oh, nah, we nah, also, no, no, let's. We also have a very dear no. friend of mine. His name is. Hey guys, it's Caffetti. As usual, here bringing the artistic aspect of the podcast. You know what I'm saying? Let's do this. Episode eight and the math Almost intervention. Two months of podcasting, guys. It's not just art, though. The math intervention. Barely fake news. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> People don't even talk about interventions. It's like a joke. Yeah. Whoa. No. Come on. <coughs> today, <laughs> today is also a special day. A very for special two day. reasons. Why? For two reasons. Which one? All right. So the first reason, like my good friend Drake said. It's not your good Gosh. friend. Gosh. <laughs> well, how would you know that? <laughs> you don't hang out with us, but fine. 28 at midnight. Wonder what's next for me. So I am um, 28 at midnight. Yes. Happy birthday. Happy early birthday. Happy birthday. Um, you know what they say about turning 28? No. It's great. I don't know what they say. I just wanted yeah, to chat. It's, it's not a thing. Other <laughs> than that, though, we have an amazing guest with us here today. Who do we have? Miss. Me, Missy. Miss Coglin in the building. <laughs> Can we go full name on you? Yes. Ryan Coglin. Yes, double N. Don't forget it. Don't I forget always it. thought that having like a boy's name for sure, for a boy. girl was so cool. Yeah. So jealous. Yeah. Mm-hmm. It's a pretty cool name, you know? Right, it is a cool People name. People get me mistaken for a boy sometimes, but that's what's a, okay. What's the genesis of that? Like, did your parents ever tell you how they came up with it? Yeah, 100%. My mom was like, I wanted to name you a boy's name, and I added a double N because it's cool and makes it girly. Really? Yeah. yeah, because it's like Lynn, but like Ryan. Ryan. So with the N, so she feminized it a little bit. I get it. 100%. So let me ask mm-hmm. you about your last name. So it's yeah. Coughlin, obviously. Right. But if we see it on paper, it looks like Coughlin. 100%. So why do we... Kathy, you called me a full week Coughlin. Yeah, no, sure. I didn't. I felt like mm-hmm. No, don't feel like I was Coughlin. No. I was like, oh, she hates me. No, I don't hate you. We're well, all good here. We're here. Because sure. it has so. the G. Does it, have, does it have the G and the H? Yeah. So that's why. No, so but it's a good question. Yeah. Why isn't it pronounced? Yeah. I don't know. This is a good question. We to, need to write the letters. Well, no, it we probably has to do with her ancestry. Like, it definitely does. You know what? You yeah. call Ireland for me and let me know. Okay. Yeah, for sure. For sure. I actually. My dad knows a diplomat in Ireland, so we could get to the bottom of this. You call them and let them know yeah. why it's pronounced Coughlin and, and then, not Coughlin. And then we can square it. This is from the Absolutely. Because it's Gaelic in origin. Yeah, exactly. You don't even have to ask. And did your dad have any yeah. say in the Ryan? <laughs> I don't think so. I think it was more of my mom. Happy wife, happy life. <laughs> can we shout her out? Mora? Yeah. Shout out to Mora. Mora Coughlin? Yeah, Mora Does she spell it like yeah. Moira from Shit's Creek? She doesn't. Jess just asked me that. No. No. Oh, wow. No. No. Shout out Shit's Creek. Mora. But... <laughs> There's another reason you're really cool. What's the other reason? You're from Long Island. Oh, 
Long oh Island. It's God. the place to be. It's the place to be. Well, Kathy, your girlfriend <laughs> wait, is from wait, Long yes, Island. I know, exactly. but she's from a part that's cool, not like your part. I'm sorry, what? Coughlin. I'm from Nassau County. What Same. part of Nassau County? Garden City, man. Oh, where Roosevelt Field Mall is. Exactly. All right, get a pass. Wait, get a pass. I thought if you're from Long Island, you say, I'm from Strong Island. Well, nah. Say it again. No? I'm from Strong Island. No, I say Long Island. Though. Oh, okay. Yeah, because yeah, I feel Long like it's an Garden City is acceptable. Little bit Freeport's man. acceptable. Great neck. Great neck. Okay. Yeah. You know Come on, Kath. Uh, the name's a little sus. Producer, am I right? It most certainly is not <laughs> sus. Thank you. <laughs> name's kind of sus. So, we got our special guest here. We have some awesome questions for you. Are you ready? I am. More than ready. You look nervous. I no. was a little, I'm a little sweaty, but it's no. fine. How She's are you? Great. Sweaty palms. Um, sweaty palms for sure, but that's just a you got the Chardonnay here. I've got my Chardonnay. Off. I've got my mic. I've got you guys. We'll be fine. Awesome. Let's do we it. We will so, be fine. I'm ready. Question one. Mm-hmm. When and what made you realize you wanted to become a teacher? Hmm. That's, that's always a good tricky. question. Yeah, that's always when tricky. and what made you realize? Okay. Well, you're young, so this could have been young. like yesterday. No, it definitely and, wasn't yesterday. Do you want to tell, you want to tell our <laughs> listeners what type of teacher you are? Sure. Yeah. I would love to. So I am a math and English learning strategist. Nice. Yeah, I love it. But what grade? Eighth grade. You and I work together. And me and Mr. P work together. How is that? I love it. You know, Mr. P's the best. You don't got to be nice because he's sitting across from me. No, I'm telling you. I'm telling you the truth. I'm not a math person. And Mr. P is just, he makes me extremely comfortable with math. I love the title learning strategist because strategist means like you have to strategize Uh when it comes to education. And it's like, that's awesome that you have to figure things out. You have to know how they tick. You have to, you know, like I love that title. 100%. So when and what made me want to become a teacher? Yes. So I've worked with kids for way too long. Okay. Way too long. I was a camp counselor. I've been a nanny oh. since I was 10 or Wait, 11. No. So I worked at a just a day camp on Long Island. So I always worked with kids. I realized that I wanted to make it a professional career probably when I was like 16 or 17 oh, when wow. I was in high school. Yeah. And so I didn't know what subject area I wanted to do and- High school wasn't, uh, I wasn't a good student, you know, I just wasn't. And I went to college. I decided to major in English literature, which was like out of nowhere. I was like, I'm just going to do it. Why do you get like English majors? Can I say something? Yeah. English lit is like the most awesome. They're the most bachelor's degree you can it's get. It's the best. In my opinion. It's the best. Uh, that's okay. just me. It's the best. Yeah, and it's the best. The second, yeah. Yes. <laughs> that's biased because the producer's also English. Yeah. <laughs> So, Very faked it. Exactly. <laughs> exactly. And so I went to English and I was a secondary ed minor in college. And then mm-hmm. I was in the high school classroom as a student teacher. And mm-hmm. I was like, this is it for me. I yeah. absolutely love high school. I love middle school as well. Yeah. And that was my... Uh, so it's like a calling. Yeah, it's I my whole, like, yeah, it's my whole life. I just feel like good teachers... It's like a calling. Like, this is not for everybody. So it has to be something that, like, you're called to. It's like a vocation. Like, it's not just a job. Yep. Yeah. Nope. I get it. (laughs) That is awesome. And you're a first-year teacher, right? This This is the first year that you're teaching ever. Yes. Mm Wow, during a pandemic, so that's crazy. We're going to get into that, right? Yeah, we are. We are going to get into that later. We're going to ask you a lot about that. Sounds good to me. Okay, so I guess because I'm the older person in the room, oh, and I'm not. Right. I, I like to say this because oh, I why? am. Why do you age yourself all the time? I don't know. Because I'm self-conscious about it. But anyway, let's go back to a couple of years ago, mm. which is not that long ago, according to Kathy. But anyway, <laughs> when I graduated college, uh-huh. I started working in business area, and I was just not good at it. Like I sucked. 
I knew it was going to get fired. Like, I knew it. Like, I was like calling Gabe. I was like, I think I'm going to get fired today. It was like every day I just sucked at that job. Mm-hmm. And then I remember when I was in college, kids came to me. Like, they thought it was fun and I made them laugh. And I remember I was at the fax machine. At mm-hmm. Gary's Plastics Packaging Corporation. Wait, why is the name so It's long? horrible. It was a horrible job. Anyway, we guys, we will invoice you for sponsoring this episode. Yeah. So, uh... so I was at the fax machine and I was getting the faxes. And it was like a thousand faxes coming in. Oh, I was like, ugh, this is terrible. gross. And I was like, I'm quitting. I'm going to be a teacher. You were wrong. You didn't get fired. Like I didn't I say, get fired. You're always better than what you I think you are. I quit before yeah. I got fired because I knew I was going to get fired. And then really, I walked into a school and I was like, I want to work here. And I got the job. Oh. I feel like we believe in you more than you do. I tell all the time she's her own worst enemy because she's awesome. Yeah, I'm critical of myself. I'm like, my heart is critical. But yeah, that's how I knew. Mr. P. So when I was in first grade, my teacher had like these sentence starters for like stories. What grade? First grade. Okay. My teacher had these sentence starters in, like, a big pretzel box of, like, Uts, those big yes. pretzel mm-hmm, boxes. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. She had those sentence starters. And Costco's. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Shout out to Costco. Not yeah. BJ's is no, better. Not, yeah. BJ's is better. It's not. No, it's, no, it's, it's not. No, it's not. It's straight up not. Don't even get me started. He's just like in the hood. Of Yo, put a while. You straight up bugging. Anyway, right that sounds like I am not bugging. <laughs> straight up bugging, my guy. Straight up bugging. Straight up bugging. <laughs> yeah. No. We're going to have Costco's uh, and BJ's calling us like, hello. Honestly, like, we should have a BJ versus Costco. Listen, <laughs> don't even get me started on Sam's Club. Right. Oh, oh my god. Sam's Club is for like upstate. I don't even You live upstate. I was just about no, to say, I oh, don't. you mean for yourself. Technically, Westchester is not upstate. You're like across the street from upstate. No. Okay. Yeah. So, for my. Go ahead, put My teacher had send starters, and like, I love that idea. And I went to her mm-hmm. on the side. I'm like, when I'm a teacher, how do you think I can use these? You said this in first grade? Yeah. Okay. I'm like, when I'm a teacher, how do you think I can use these for math? Oh, she probably found you so adorable. Yeah. And she gave you A's after that. Miss Diamond. I love Miss Diamond. Miss Diamond. Miss Diamond? I don't think that's her name anymore because she got married. But I always wanted to teach for at least a portion of my life. So That's dope. That's awesome. That. That's dope. How about you? Shout out to Miss Diamond. Mr. Shout Caffetti. <laughs> Bless Miss Diamond. Right? God bless her. God bless Shout her. Shout out Miss Diamond. We're getting a yeah. king of diamonds. Yeah. To be honest with you guys, I never wanted to become a teacher. I never had an aspiration. It was never a thought in my mind. Uh, so long story short, I played baseball all of my life. That was like my story. Uh, prospect, high school, college, drafted, stuff like that. What team? And if you don't mind I was that prospect of the Cleveland Indians. Oh. And it got to a point where I had Tommy John surgery. I'm getting injured a lot. I'm like, I need a backup plan. I've always been creative. I was an artist. Mm -hmm. And I said, obviously, like, my main goal would be, if I don't play baseball, it would be art. But you need to have a backup plan. So what could I do to make myself happy and still get a nine to five and get the substantial amount of money I need to, like, live the life I want to live? Okay. And Mm -hmm. teaching. I love giving back. I love the youth. I love improving Mm -hmm. people's lives as much as I can. Like, I love giving advice. And what more better way to do that is through the children they love you yeah so it's just it worked out it worked out they talk about they're like oh the cat's pajamas next period yeah (laughs) they definitely don't say that whatever yeah the bees knees i'm sorry (laughs) i'm sorry everybody probably wants to know what are you thinking about a comeback ever i think all of our listeners do want to know no they do not want to know you if you bring up baseball they're like all right he's still a young Ish, I guess. Especially in the uh, community. Because like, we, we work in a very, very, like, <laughs> Latino community where baseball is, like, right. very... Yeah, Our right. kids love baseball. Really? Yeah. Yeah. They shout love out to baseball. All, uh, yeah. I'm also a baseball coach at where we teach, so shout mm-hmm. out to all of my kids. Uh, so everybody wants to know if 
that's like in the plans or uh, you're thinking about so it? So if the vid, hashtag the vid wasn't here mm-hmm. this past summer, this would have been my last season. I would have retired. So whenever the vid leaves, I'll have one more season and I'll finish. So you are doing one more? I'm in between. I'm only thinking about it because teammates begging me, coach. And mm-hmm. stuff like no, that. but what about you? you I have, have no it. passion anymore towards mm-hmm. it. You know, it's all in the art. Yeah, that's what all my passion is. It's not that I don't want to. I'm great at it. I still throw very hard, but I just don't like. Yeah. I don't care anymore. Can I say something? You know? Like, if I play baseball, I'll definitely be the pitcher. Because, like, my kickball game is, uh, like, uh, on fire. Uh, on fire. Like, I can strike people out they were weak what they were mean? like really like they should have been no, like, miseducation is the sorest loser I've ever no. can i say something all the six feet people were like on the opposite team and Yo, i had like I don't the, to pick them. i'm sorry i love them but they were not great wow <laughs> you want to shout out anybody no, they were all losers. I'm sorry. Sorry. <laughs> Love them. Love y'all. But. All right. Coglin. <laughs> yeah. I see we're a bunch of nutbags. I love it. <laughs> I love working with you guys. Thank you. So let's get <laughs> we back love to you the, too. Uh, I just want to throw that out there. I don't, we do love you. Good. I'm so glad. So getting back to nitty gritty, obviously this is your first year teaching. Mm-hmm. And your first year is you're in a pandemic. Like you didn't even experience. Yeah regular Ooh. life as a teacher you know so no, let's talk about the struggles of teaching in a pandemic in your first year and if you had any major obstacles how did you overcome them that's a really good question that's a really thick question oh, like there's like layers yeah. to this I, uh, there's so many layers i mean mm-hmm. just being a first year teacher in general is definitely a struggle i mean mm-hmm. yeah. it's really difficult especially when you're in a new environment where you're not in person. So I didn't get to meet half of you guys till today. I've mm-hmm. only met Mr. That's Payton. Very true. I was nervous. I was like, what if they don't like me? Like, that's a real thing. And same with the kids. It's like, what if they don't like me? And they don't even know me. So I hate right. you. I don't exactly, Kathy. And I walked in exactly. and I was like, who is this girl? Kathy, is completely this? not okay. <laughs> who is this? That's rude. It's against the all-staff meeting contract. <laughs> Sorry, we'll, we'll be in HR on Monday. Monday. You know it's, what? You know what? Rockefeller just, Center does not approve. I think it's really hard because I'm a teacher because I like to build relationships with students and I'm a teacher because of my love for kids. And so you're not in the classroom at all. You're over a camera. So that's been by far the most difficult part for me, not having that student teacher interaction. It's what I go off of and it's how I basically do my whole classroom management. 100%. 100%. So that's definitely been the biggest struggle for sure in class, in person, banter. If you will. Yeah, for sure. (laughs) My biggest struggle was classroom management. And that's because I was a TA in college and I'm used to like not worrying about behavior. I'm used to just assuming that they're going to behave and I can just worry about the actual content. The content is such a small fraction of what we do. Agreed. Mm -hmm. But people also forget about classroom management is also based on the environment you're going into teaching. Let's be honest, like we're three minority teachers raised uh-huh. differently in different demographics. And what do you say? Disparate communities? Jesus Christ. <laughs> <laughs> different. You came into another environment of minorities that you weren't used to. And of course you were. But the most important part was that you overcame that and you're here to stay. And the kids love you. And to be honest, I didn't think the kids would like you that much because of how I saw your first year going. Not that they wouldn't like you. I didn't think they would adjust you to the point where... They're like, Puna Wall is I. But like, kids talk to me about you without me having to ask about you. And it's annoying. <laughs> but 
That's dope at the same time. A backhanded compliment. Oh, wow. Yeah, 100% a backhanded compliment. <laughs> Thank you, Mr. Caffetti. I really appreciate it. <laughs> but yeah, no, it's just like the classroom management was hard because I would have to like stay for... What's that called when we hold them after? God, we've been out of school. Restitution. Restitution. Oh my God, that's a thing. I what? forgot. I for like an those. hour. I think the main thing, though, is that I did grow into it. And I think the yeah. big thing is about like being calm and continuing to be calm no matter what. Somebody can yell. You could just look at them straight and say, I need you to stop. Yeah. And then they'll stop. So I didn't have that like steal that metal back then. And I think I grew into that. Yeah, I agree. So I'm next. So, so my biggest struggle as a first year teacher was actually super minor. It's like not even that big of a deal. So when I first started teaching, I was a first grade teacher. And I taught loud. I thought the louder I was, the better they heard. So I was like, one plus one is two. Two plus two is four. I was speaking to them like they were mentally ill. Like, it was horrible. My coworkers were like, yo, could you tone that down? You don't have to speak that loud when you you teach. I was like special in like my first year. Super loud, like speaking slowly, repeating myself over and over again. They're just looking at me like, what is this lady doing? Yeah, it was bad. It was bad. (laughs) Because you care. Exactly. Yeah, and that's all it was. I was loud though. Other teachers would come close my door because I like teaching with my door open to get Uh like air. They would come, they wouldn't even say anything. They would just close my door because I was loud. The most disrespectful. No way. Yeah. They did not. Well, no. Yeah. <laughs> they just like came I in, shut loud. the door. They and just came. You know, imagine Casanello was across the hall for you, be like, one plus one equals two. Two plus I wouldn't, two. I wouldn't shut his door. I would yes, go. Yes, you would. No, that's I would. less rude than telling him, "Can you keep it down?" Yeah. No, I so would, would pull him aside and say, "Please." You would stop. No, because they didn't want to disrupt my lesson. If it was being that loud, yes. I appreciated them not disrupting my lesson. Yeah, yeah. So they would just close my door, and I'm like, "Oh shoot, I'm loud." Because then I'd be like, "Oh my god, I'm loud." You know? Okay, fine. <laughs> I'm just saying, in that moment, it's definitely less rude to not say anything. You know what I'm saying? So, um, so my yeah, that was struggle, like my first year. Struggle. Well, Too loud. I, yeah. You learned art in this job, right? Like you had zero art background before. Fakeness. Oh. Producer. Where, where is the producer? There it is. Where is it? I was waiting for it. My first year, it actually wasn't so much about the teaching. Like, since I first started, kids always liked me. So it was never the uh, trying to get through to the kids or actually getting them to learn. Yeah, you're likable. I have to say that. Oh, thank you. Mm-hmm. Ish. I mean, it's fine. <laughs> <laughs> so my first struggle. So I was 24 when I first started teaching. This is my sixth year. In no way. World. Yeah, I was 24 at a school in Queens. Shout out PS128. I used to have dreads. No. Yes. Do you have pictures? Can we check it out later? Later. After the show. Awesome. So, yeah. <laughs> That's my birthday gift. I could see pictures of you with dreads. Wow. Jesus Christ. <laughs> So my biggest struggle, my first year teaching, I feel like my hairstyle took away the first impression from people. They got an actual first impression of me that wasn't me. Like they had a whole perception because I was a black guy in a predominantly white neighborhood working. I was a nice guy, but people just, everybody does it. They say, oh, you don't judge a book by its cover, but let's be honest, we all have done it or do it subconsciously, you know? Appearances and matter. Yes. Whether people admit that or not, yeah, appearances yeah. do matter. You know I mean? I was showing up to work and like, a button up and a tie and mm. like I had dress. So like I understood it, but then I didn't understand it. And more so nobody was really rude to me. Okay. But mm. icebreakers more consisted of asking about my hair and like where no. I'm from, getting to know me. And then mm-hmm. once they got to know me, it was no more about the hair. Then when I cut the hair, they're like, Oh, who is this? I'm like, it's always been me. Bitch. 
You know what yeah. I'm saying? Yeah. <laughs> but is that why you cut it or? No, no. Honestly, I cut it. <laughs> Shout out to Jackie. One of my good friends growing up. I said something to her. I got her mad. She put me in a headlock and I went to get out of it mm-hmm. and she grabbed my dreads and pulled out <gasps> some of them. That is a no-no. And it left no. the path. Sounds painful. That's it insane. Yeah. Wait a minute. Yeah. Catch me outside. Yo, I was so mad at her. That's a fact. That was my energy. She know to wow. this day, she lives in Connecticut. She has her own job. Like, she's awesome. And every time we see each other, I think she was actually came to my art show. And she was there. And first thing I said to her, I was like, look at my f-ing head. Wow. Look at my head. Because still, to this day, like, I have a Caesar cut. But, like, if you look closely, there's, like, a little lighter spot in my head. What'd you pull it for? Why? We were just joking around. Like, I said something to her. She didn't like. She put me in a headlock. So she took it to, like, a place where... Yeah, yeah, yeah. She's like a little sister to me. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So she did something to, like, jump off the bed and, like, headlock. Yeah. We are at our friend's house. and Yeah. yeah. She's a line stepper. Oh, 100%. Yeah. She knows it. That's me. I line step. So I, I understand her. You, you know what that means? River dance. Yeah. yeah. Our, so does line... our guest know what that means? No. What's I don't it? either. And a I line stepper? Like, oh, oh she line... crossed the line. Yeah. So you cross, yeah. but like and habitual. Can... Like she when you, a line, line stepper yeah. is like, you. Re- it's an adjective for a person that habitually takes it too far. Crosses mm. the line. Yeah. yeah. I got you. It's like, it would be so hard to like, if we had someone who did that. Uh, I just want to take uh, 10 seconds to appreciate Miss Education, how she enunciates words habitually. I almost looked at her and said, what did she just say? Yes. Yes. I was like, is that her I was like, is Ali going to block that out without without us knowing? God damn it. I do over pronounce. I love it though. Like, I appreciate it because I feel like I think faster than I talk. So I get tongue tied and I find myself enunciating less. So no, you enunciate it. pretty well. Guys. I try to. I'm, so, I'm actually self-conscious about it. Guess what time it is? I don't know, Miss Education. What time is it? Your it favorite is, game? It's my favorite segment. What is it? It's the good. The bad. And the rush. Oh. Hey, new music, new theme music. Wow. Guys, today our special guest mm-hmm. is leading us, right? Oh, young Ryan. Oh, goodness. With what? Little Coglin. Little Coglin. What, what is she leading us with, Dr. Caffetti? The good, the bad, or the rache. She gets one, to choose. Which one would you like? I would like to choose the good. Ooh. Let's think. I've had some good parents in all of my student teaching experiences, but definitely the best. I'll never forget her. I had to do a parent-teacher conference when I was a senior in college. Mm-hmm. I was a senior in high school teacher. So I taught seniors in high school, juniors in high school, and freshmen all in my senior year of college. It was a nightmare. But anyway, (laughs) so I had to hold a parent-teacher conference for like one of my classes. So I called in my most troubled student. We'll leave his name alone. But I called his mom in just like for and gigs because I thought it'd be funny because I loved him, but he was a nightmare. So I brought her in and she was fantastic i was like whatever i mean i could say his name i was like andrew (laughs) like oh my god like your mom's amazing he's like yeah i know missy i was like all right so why are you doing your work and he's like i don't want to Mm -hmm. and so the mom was just an absolute doll she's like missy how old are you i'm like 21 and she's like oh okay and she was like you're doing a fabulous job andrew loves you i was like "Mm -hmm." Mm mm-hmm and She was the first parent I've ever had a one-on-one interaction with, and it was the best experience ever. So, yeah, it was really great. 
you know, I was, I was so little. Like That's he was, awesome. he was four years younger yeah. than me, and I was like, oh, hi, I'm Missy. I'm 21. Yeah, and I'm your son's teacher. So it was awesome. really, it was, really, awesome. it was yeah. really, really great. Good experience. Yeah. And he wasn't even. I loved him, but he wasn't like the best student ever. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. Did you ever get to the bottom of why he wasn't doing his work? Yeah, he was lazy. Right. He was lazy. It comes and down that is to a laziness. Thing. That is yeah. a thing, guys. Right. So the bed, I'm going to keep this short. 45 seconds on the clock. <laughs> um, so the bed is just when I hear so much background noise when kids turn off their mute button. Uh-huh. Parents, please just don't blast the music. Don't blast the news. Is this a cry for help right now? A little bit. Yeah. Okay. What kind of music, Pop Poon? It's not typically in English, but... Okay. That's what they play in the background? Something like that. Yeah. Oh. <laughs> I would, I'm not shocked. Jam I am if not, someone if turned some, that on. If, yeah. if a parent played yeah. that in the it's background, Drake, I wouldn't be shocked. That's what you probably hear. But no, it's just, it's like, um, there's... That's what they play in the background? Something like that. Yeah. <laughs> it's just a lot of times I hear like so much noise in the background and i'm like how can they focus and so if you can please turn the news down a little bit because your kid is in school yeah he's learning you're right so at yeah. that point percent watch the news later they say the same thing over and over they, Legit, though, right? they do yeah <laughs> and that is the bad shame uh, shame <laughs> did that fall in the 45 right. seconds or honestly it was 43 i'm proud of you so we're Thank ready you. for the main event All right. So, you know, as a teacher who taught elementary school, because I know everybody in this room right now, we're teaching older kids. So when we dismiss at the end of the day, we just let them go. Mm -hmm. Goodbye. Go home. Be safe. Right. So as an elementary school teacher, you have to wait until they get picked up. Mm -hmm. So I would have this one kid that was late every day and like late to come to school, but then also late to get picked up. And the parent, because, you know, when you're in elementary school, you get to see these parents because you have Mm -hmm. to talk to them as they pick up their kid. And this one parent was always late to drop off her kid, always late to pick them. Like the kid will be there until I want to say 4.30, 5 o'clock every single day. But what made this parent so ratchet was that she was in her pajamas every day, like Mickey Mouse pajamas morning in pajamas to drop off her kid. So, you know, she doesn't have a job because she would come late in the same pajamas. And this was all the time. So what makes her so ratchet was like, you know that she was oversleeping in the morning, therefore dropping off her kid late, Mm -hmm. sleeping all day, Mm -hmm. oversleeping in the afternoon, picking up her kid late. And what makes it even worse is that she didn't change her pajamas. Can I ask you a question? Ever. You wanted her to change her pajamas. Just get dressed. Fake it yeah. a little bit. What's Was this the same it? parent that let the daughter wear the sweet bitch necklace? Um, it, or was it the same parent who gave the, the cocoa, what, cocoa pops? Pops? Yes. No, it was in the same neighborhood. All right, it was the same neighborhood. How was you working, Hunts Point? I was working in the hood, but you know, like You're working in the hood right now, right? Well, no, no. There's levels to hood. Yeah, there's level to hood. There's levels. There's level to hood. And yeah. so this was like I want to say level 
Like, like round zero. This was like, yeah, this is like level five. Defcon five. Is that like the worst one? Uh, I guess. Uh, neighborhood. I yeah, that's the. <laughs> you yeah. went back there. Yeah, I'm just saying it was you hard. And we would beg her. We'd be like, yo, could Begged. you be? Because, you know, the kid would be by himself like in the afternoon. Oh, the kid would cry. So we would have to call. She's just pulling up in Disney. She just, she's just pulling up. up. I, to this day, I can't stand the sight of Mickey Mouse. I see a Mickey Mouse. I'm because like, of the pajamas? Because of the pajamas. Like, I think Mickey Mouse. So Disney Channel in your house is like a no go. I don't like Mickey Mouse. No, you don't Disney's go with fine. Him? So Disneyland's no. a dub. A you dub. will never catch a me in Mickey Mouse because I feel like it's ghetto. So I'm like, I'm not wearing no so Mickey, Mickey Mouse. Mouse is ghetto in your house. Yo, Mickey Mouse. We don't love shout to Mouse and no Mickey Mouse. Shout out to Mickey Mouse. Mouse. I think you're a wonderful all mouse. Why do you get all the mouses? No, not in my house. All the Mickey rodents. All the mice. She don't do it. Gotcha. They're not welcome in my home. Wow. Wow. Good your son. How you feel about You're ghetto. What is that? That's, ratchet. That's mm. ratchet. Super ratchet. Super ratchet. Pick up your ratchet. kids on time. Right? Stop doing that to your children. Yeah, I don't like that. <laughs> Makes me more our, sad. That was our good. <laughs> that's our bad. And that's our ratchet. <laughs> yes, yes, yes. <laughs> Copyright pending on the ratchet. Exactly, yeah. exactly. It's still pending? Sure. You were supposed to handle that no, weeks ago. Guys, you know what like, I know? The current administration, uh, they're not yeah. really focused on right now. I don't pick sides, but they're not focused Ooh. on patents right now. So it's yeah. really back. Guys, I uh, think because I stay with the ratchet all the time, like I think I have some PTSD. No, you're my friend Erica. <laughs> Shout out Erica. I don't know. You're my friend Erica's favorite character. But can I say uh, something? Like everybody's story is like sweet and nice. Like, oh, I have good experiences and like all of mine is like tragic and scary well miss c texted me earlier and she was like you and caffetti suck i only like it's literally like not death. true oh. <laughs> mr p is lying Very fake. i was lying it better be fake, i was lying i was lying. Uh, well it made me feel good for a little bit I a little it. bit so right. we lighten the mood a little bit mm-hmm. yeah we did mm-hmm. alright let's get back to let's it let's get back to Ms. it Conklin. let's get into it so obviously you're a co-teacher I am you co yep. a couple of uh, great people on the 8th grade team I do one of them is not at this table he's not <laughs> <laughs> so what were some of your fears about co-teaching and did your expectations actually meet your reality that's a, a loaded question again but so absolutely you know what onions onions if it helps I've also called to it so I can chime yes. in and like agree with you yeah. whenever okay. you feel I could just nod along yeah, yeah. 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 right <laughs> I truthfully I didn't want to co-teach I worked oh. my ass off to get where I am so girl that's what it's about hard work and dedication exactly and I always wanted to be a teacher mm-hmm. so having that authority figure quote unquote taken away from me for like a little bit. That's what I thought in co-teaching. I really did. And that's not how I feel at all anymore. Mr. P and Mr. O'Banner, shout out to Mr. O'Banner, David O'Banner. Both of them have made me feel like I am just as much as a teacher as they are. And it's an amazing feeling. And they ask me about every lesson that they do and what I can add and how they're going to do it. And that's been like a huge, huge bonus in being a co-teacher. I didn't think it was going to be like that at all. So it's been a really great experience. And I never wanted to do it ever. And when that job was offered to me, I was like, you know what? Let's just go for it. Like, Mm -hmm. eventually I'll have my own classroom. Hopefully, an English classroom. <laughs> Not math. Whoa, but no, no, no. no. <laughs> I know. But whatever. How many solutions? One solution, no solution. Oh, my God. Solution. It's, that's triggering. So that's. Oh but I got to say, your initial reaction is very normal. <laughs> yeah. Because teachers yeah. are all about control. We love to be in control, in control. of our classroom, Do in control we? of our students. Oh, I, classroom. Yeah. Like, classroom, it's about classroom. control. Yeah. And the minute when you feel like you have to share that yeah. control, mm-hmm. it can get a little dicey. Totally. So, like, the good thing is, it's like if you have good synergy with your coworker, yeah. 
uh-huh. then you are yes. equal parts. But sometimes it doesn't work out that way. In my experience, I've had co-teachers or a co-teacher that, you know, I felt like I was the leader. They were like the assistant. Right. I hated that. You know what I mean? Yeah. So I get it. So having good synergy is, yeah. is important. When you're I totally agree. Absolutely. Yeah. What was the second part of the question? I got you. Do your expectations meet your reality? reality yeah. Yep. No, because I thought it was going to be a really weird experience. And I have been pleasantly surprised by my experience Yay, at New Heights. That's always good when you're I, pleasantly surprised. I love it. Like, I love my co-teachers. I love you guys. I love the atmosphere that I'm in. We love Even you too. if it's over Zoom. Like, we I, love you too. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> Thank you. You guys are great, and I don't plan on going anywhere. So Thank you even for bring- if I'm co-teaching the rest. Thank of my you for life. bringing the diet Pepsi tonight. Oh, so uh, please, you're welcome. <laughs> oh my god, <laughs> what's with you and diet Pepsi? It's just it tastes so good. Like it. it doesn't have aspartame. It has like some other. What, uh, what was that word? It doesn't have aspartame. Uh, yeah. Aspartame. Yeah, that's does- that like chemical that you feel like when you drink a diet. So you drink something that had it, and they took it out. So you, now you drink it. No, so mm-hmm. it's a fake sugar. Is it probably as bad for you? Yes. Yeah. But it's not aspartame. And aspartame has aspartame? a bad reputation. So, yeah. Aspartame sounds like it it's like an aspirin. sounds deadly. Like <laughs> I don't know. It's deadly in rats if they have like 30 a day. They haven't proved it to be deadly in humans. So. Yeah. Oh, <laughs> That's the energy I'm on right now. Yeah. That's a fact. All right. Co-teaching. I'm glad. That is going well yeah, for me you. Too. And Thank shout you. out I gotta to say, where we were. I, I feel like you have a good aura. And like things just happen. <sighs> yes. Like good. Like I feel yeah, like yeah, you, no, just, you have good awesome. things. Like, they're good energy. I'm pretty, yeah. yeah. I'm so glad you ended up in the eighth grade. I've told you this. I wrote yeah, this on your Christmas card. I wrote this on your Christmas card. Yeah, yeah you did. Yeah. yeah. And I feel I'm like so you glad. have that personality that like even if you had a crappy co-teacher, you probably would make them better. You have like one of those oh, personalities. Mr. Cafe. It was an opportunity. I had to take it. Just, <laughs> no, it's just... Well, I'm not involved in this. It hurt. It's not what I was Sorry. making. It hurt. But... Lo siento. <laughs> so I have one of the most amazing co-teachers ever. I've shouted her out. Uh, so nice. So, Miss C, I do love you. And I'm so happy to have you on the team. I was talking about you and... <laughs> Joyce Pleasant. The best woman in the whole yeah, world. She is An amazing best. mom, a super mom. So I started with her back in 2019. I was her TA at the time. And we did kind of switch roles, but I wouldn't rather work with anybody in the world. I love her so much. So co-teaching for me, I didn't really have any expectations coming in. I was just hoping it'd be fine, but it worked out. Thank you God. Know, it's like, I know this sounds super cliche and I hate hearing when people say this. It's like a marriage. Mm. Like if you're arranged, so you don't know what the heck you're getting. You know what I yeah. mean? You're like, Ugh. Sorry, was that, uh... but luckily, no, no. I'm it's, just it's kidding. I'm kidding. I'm kidding. <laughs> you know, like it's like an arranged Completely marriage joking. and you're like hoping to God mm-hmm. you guys are like mm-hmm. meshing well. Yeah. yeah. Because mm-hmm. it can be disastrous mm-hmm. if you don't. Agreed, agreed. Completely feel that. Yeah. Uh, 100%. I think it's time for our donkey of the day. Detention? Our detention. Stop. I mean, at least for me, you guys can agree or mm-hmm. disagree. But I feel like this week's detention list kind of hits home. Has to do with the personal feelings of teachers, as we all are. Especially in New York City, right? Yes. So this week's detention list goes to our Department of Education. Mm. And it's unfortunate. You do some good for us, but you also do some... Not so good. Not so good for us. So mm-hmm. our headline reads, New York City teachers... Students are relying on opening windows for school ventilation and bundling up as the temperatures drop. So basically, long story short, all these public schools that are run by the DOE, they're actually not turning on the heat 
for hybrid learning. Oh, that's not. <sighs> yeah, I think they are turning on the heat. It's not sufficient. So there was a building. Like, so is it even on? I mean, it's on, but like you can barely feel it. That's the point. So that's what I'm saying. Is it even on? Like that's you like, wouldn't know it was on unless you like, went to the thermostat. That sounds like my house. That's like ridiculous. I don't want to turn on the heat because I'm like the kind is gonna go up. You know right, what I mean? But right. there's no excuse for the DOE. No, like, 100%. No. I get you know, like the, come on. 100%. I did read the article yeah. and there was a building that was built in 1880. That's not our problem. But it's not going to have sufficient heat, obviously. But right. again, that's not right. the teacher's problem. That needs to be it's not. handled by the Department of Education. And that's why they have a detention. 100%. Because the window is open, yeah. and the building was built in 1880. They yeah. can't, like... They need to have substantial heating system. And wait, is HR saying wearing coats are against dress code? That was in, in a particular situation? school, yep. right? Is that that not, was wait, in one particular school. Human resources stated what? What did they say, Miss Education? That it's against dress code wearing a coat. Catholic schools, the Catholic school I went to, high school, they're not oh, allowed to wear to Catholic their... school? I did. Yeah. Long Island. Wait, maybe. where? Shout out to what? Norman, she I said went to this Catholic high school as well. It was an all-girls school. So my high school, they're not allowed to wear their blazers or their coats because of the fact that they can't wash them every day and COVID will stay on them. So they're not allowed to wear their coats in class, which means that they're in shorts and shorts the whole day. It's Wait, wild. they're in shorts? Yeah, shorts and shorts. Because they wear polos. Yeah, they wear Yeah, they, yeah, wear, they polos. wear polos. That's wild. That's, that's insane. They can't yeah, wear a jacket. That's, that's, that's so crazy. Are the windows open? I don't know. I don't and know. this is at your alma mater. Yeah. And how's the heat? I, probably not good. Yeah. Probably, probably not. Good. not. Catholic okay. schools are usually like old-fashioned. Exactly. Anyway. So, I mean. Uh, it's wild. DOE, at least NYC's DOE. Just get it together. Turn the heat on. Turn the, come on. Like, I don't got a special contract with the Con Edison. I know, like, right? Yeah, because I don't have a special contract with Con Edison. Go to brunch Con Edison so and talk about it. Like, uh, I'm going right. to shut the heat up in my house. Con but, Edison. But come on, schools, get yeah. it together. Yeah. Yeah, okay. like. Serve your detention, you'll be fine. Yeah. Just, exactly. Yeah, serve your detention, DOE. <laughs> like, that's just ridiculous. So we have one final topic about uh, some serious stuff. Are you ready, Ms. Coughlin? I'm ready. All right. So, during the pandemic, it's been noted that students with disabilities are falling behind the most academically. So, what do you think can be done different in schools to address this? This is a two-part question, but I'm going to give it to you in increments. Yeah. So, this is part one. Okay. That's a, and once again, a and, loaded question. And as a new teacher, it's, yeah. she's going to struggle with this even more right. because, you know, like, your experience is right. limited it, in that area. 100%. But from what you've experienced so far, thus far. Yeah. I think that students in general, like this is a really difficult situation to be in. Mm -hmm. I mean, I'm thinking about myself as a student and I didn't have a diagnosed disability, but I definitely struggled in high school and middle school just academically. Mm -hmm. And I'm trying to think of myself in this situation and I would have shown up for class, but I don't know if I would have done well by any means. Yeah. So looking at it from their perspective is it's an easy thing to do. So I don't know, like, what can we do? Mm -hmm. I think just be there for them, like show that we care and that we mm -hmm. want to help them as much as we can. I know that like our phone calls are annoying every Friday. Like I get that us asking like why you're not in class every day. That's annoying. Like I get that. Why didn't you turn in your assignment yesterday? That's annoying. Some kids are like, cause I didn't want to. Legit. And that's really hard because how do you answer a kid? I don't know. Now you know, it comes down to them just making that decision. Exactly. Like, do you yeah. want to be a scrub or do you not want to be? A right. Scrub? And yeah. a student with a disability is like, I can't even imagine the struggle over a camera in that situation. And it comes hard. down to parent support. Yeah. It comes down to how much you love your job and how much mm -hmm. you like teaching in general. Right. Not everyone has a you know mora. Or <laughs> no a one has a mora. <laughs> Yeah, it's a difficult thing to wrap my head around. And I can only hope that 
teachers in general are doing the best that they can to support students with disabilities and just to support students in general during this time of COVID and whenever we get out of this. Um, I think that it's not academic based this year. I think it's total, total emotional support mm, and just being definitely. there for every individual student. So that's awesome. Yeah. I, I couldn't have said it better. That was the best mm-hmm. answer I could have <laughs> like, <laughs> actually, do you want to, uh, we can make the podcast have four people. Yeah. I would love to. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So awesome. So we just put a lot of pressure on you with that question. Yeah. So. No worries. I'm promising you now, the rest of the show is smooth sailing. Oh, damn. In a sense of there's smooth no pressure. Sailing. But there's some yeah. fun. There's some fun. There's a there's little pressure. Fun. I've been having fun. Are you, are you big on competition? Or? I well, love well, competition. With this competition, you actually win something. Okay. Yeah? yeah? I told you about this. Yes, I you did. did the $2 bill. I, yeah. <laughs> $2 bill. Who's on the face of the $2 bill? I have no idea. Who's the second president? Literally don't know. Who's the second president? Jefferson. Yes, nailed it. Genius social studies star. Right? So let's get shout into out to Miss G. Yeah, Are you literally smarter than a middle G. schooler, producer? Drop that beat. Miss Coglin, you have X amount of minutes to answer five questions. All right. Are you ready? Wait, I am ready. You figure it out. Two, I think. We'll see. Fine. Question one. And I quote, Angel is a nickname of what city? Oh, um, Chicago. And Is that your final answer? Chicago. Final answer? He, no, he was shaking his head. Chicago. And wrong. Los yeah, Angeles. Great. Awesome. Great. <laughs> Question <laughs> two. I'm never going to get any of these right. It's, I feel you'll a lot it, of no, pressure. You'll get it. You'll, you'll, you'll get, get it. it. You'll get it. Question two. How long did World War II last? My history buff? Oh no! Shout out to Miss G. I don't know the answer to these. How long did World War II last? I literally don't know. Um, It's years. (laughs) Guess how many years? 16. No, whoa, whoa. Whoa, you got the first part right. You got the first part right. Six. That's your final last six years? Six years is correct. Is it 1939, 1940? No. Bonus? This is why I can't teach history. 16 years is a long war. That is a long war. So, for question two, there's a bonus part. If you can get it. It was six years. Hold on. She's she's currently dying of laughter for some reason. (laughs) (laughs) What's going on in your mind, Coglin? Oh, God. Coglin, you're killing it. Coglin, you got to stay with me. No, no, I can't do that. Coglin, you're killing it. Question three. Yeah. In the sentence... Sally is a very good drummer. What part of the speech is the word very? Oh, my God. Sally Sally is a very good drummer. Adverb. Absolutely which tool is used to estimate the likelihood of certain genetic outcomes? Oh my gosh. I don't even oh, freaking know. So fifth grade science question. Wait, say that again? Who which, the H knows that? Which tool is used to estimate the likelihood of certain genetic outcomes? A Q-tip. Bro. What the f- <laughs> um, no. This education I thought it was that. a Q-tip. I do Don't think. Don't you take a swab of your DNA? I, right. I, I got my left and my right just the throwing answers at me. A Punnett square. Um, Whatever. No, I feel like a Q-tip. It's a Q-tip. Yes. Oh. 
Hold on. We are going to appeal because I'm going to get questions. We will, we will red flag that. Yeah, we'll I was going to say DNA test. Uh, no, uh, Ryan, we're going we're gonna to red flag that on your behalf. Okay, so, I feel like that's a good one. Last question. It's all just. It's a math question. Why? And we all hate math. You're a math teacher. You're killing it. I'm a math so, teacher here. That's a magician, actually. Yeah, exactly. If, if you need, need a half of cup, a half a cup of flour, and you only have one fourth measuring cup, how many times do you need to use it to get the right amount of flour? Two, twice. You are absolutely right. Yes. <laughs> I'm so proud of you. I want to give you a hug right now. Oh I'm my so proud goodness! So she wow, got I, am one. A, I am a math two magician. She got three out of five. Woo! Oh my God, we're gonna do it straight with that one. Where's that $2 bill? Definitely win the prize. Definitely win the prize. 16 years of a war. 16 years of a war. My $2 bill is in my jacket pocket. Do we have a $2 bill? Can I say something? The Q-tip was totally me. It was not Yeah, yeah. So let's go back to that Q-tip. I was going to say a DNA test. I was going to say a Q-tip swab for DNA. Something like that. It makes sense. It makes sense, right? It's a tool. Okay, Whatever. now I think about it. it makes sense. Yeah, right? What wrong? Punish Square. <laughs> I wouldn't. Punish okay. Squares are pretty cool, though. I'm not no, going to respond. Like, if you're large A, little A, and large A, large A. Mm. Yeah, no idea. Moving it's just on. It's fun. So, that segment, we have some more questions from our audience. We do. Our all staff DMs. All right. Does education so take us away? We have yeah. someone all the way from Sullivan County, New York. Wow. And she is asking, well, her name is Ms. underscore Pocahontas. Mm -hmm. And she's asking, what are some tips on getting students to stay motivated and keep up with their virtual work without being overwhelmed? Oh, boy. That's a great question. That's a really good question. Let our guests go first. Okay. Like Mr. P always says, I have to be excited when I go into a yes. math class. Do I say that? Yes, you do. You said that you have to be excited about Definitely. lesson two five, like a hundred percent. And you're yeah. totally right. And I would never not walk into a classroom or walk into a classroom via Zoom or Google Meets, whatever it is. She did air quotes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So. You know, the air quotes. <laughs> our friends can't see that. Here. Exactly, our friends. So I think that if you show how excited you are about a topic or a book or whatever that may look like, the kids are going to be excited. Like they're going to be excited to be there if you're excited. If you're like, I hate this. I don't want to do this. Like blah, blah. You have a negative energy about you mm -hmm. for the topic or the lesson or whatever it is. Then why would the kids be excited? You know, it's mm -hmm. like, right. Of course you can't, you can't give out that energy. So how do they stay motivated? I don't know. Make your lessons exciting. Make sure that your energy is hundred percent invested into it and don't assign them so much homework. It's like, give them enough work <laughs> legit, though. not to make them cry. Like, I don't know. Don't like assign too much work. smiling from ear to ear right now. Yeah, it's she true. Really like, don't assign too much work. Just don't. Hashtag anti-homework. Anti-homework. Well. I give it. But 10 minutes. anti -homework. 10 to 15 minutes a day, I think. Yes. Six minutes a day. We'll talk about the episode Seven. 25. Right. Will you come back episode 25? Absolutely. Okay. Awesome. <laughs> so we have another question. I think this is a silly question, but I'm down for silly. So this is from Ruta Del Babel, mm. all the way from Washington mm. Heights. Oh. And he's asking, Thank you, is it okay to wear a nice shirt with your pajama pants while you're teaching virtually? Well, that's a Zoom fit right there. <laughs> I have a one word answer and it's duh. Uh -huh. <laughs> yes. Yeah, it's like, right. why the hell not? Exactly. Yeah. Okay. So here's another question. And it's an operations question. So it says, if you can change one thing about mm. operations in your school, mm -hmm. what would that be and why? No Friday meetings. Let us go home after our last class. Sorry, what? 
No Friday meetings, let us go home after our last class. In my good ear. No more Friday meetings, let us go home after our last class. I definitely agree that Friday meetings is Yo. definitely not oh. the most productive way God. to get something across. Teachers are, teachers are tired, and I think that, like, we're not, we're at least productive on a Friday yeah, yeah, afternoon. Yeah. I agree. You so know what I mean? Pulled, so uh, the miseducation, raise the hand, and mm. no, no, I retract that statement. <laughs> Wait, what? <laughs> what? What did you say? This education is known for raising her hand in a meeting to be like, nah, you know time, why? you know what I'm saying? I'm going to save us some time. Is that true? Well, you know what it is? I play out what I'm going to say in my head. Right. So at that particular moment, I played out the whole conversation in my head while my hand was up. Mm-hmm. And then I put my hand down because I was like, I knew how it was going to play out. And mm-hmm. then when they were like, Miss Adamas, and I was like, never mind. I forgot what I said, but I was like, the conversations didn't go well in my head. I said something oh, to that effect during and the meeting. And she said this five Wait, to six you minutes. said that like out loud? Like, yes, I said world? that out loud. Yeah, yeah. Wow. I was like daydreaming. That's amazing. I I'm wish a, I would have had that meeting. I'm a daydreamer at like, <laughs> 3.30 and then Friday afternoon. <laughs> oh, my God. Yes, yes, yes. So here's a really good question. Let's do it. And I'm super curious. It. And this is from Sandre. Okay. And... She's asking, what's the hardest thing about being a New York City uh-huh. teacher? So, you know, there's mm. teachers all over the world. There's teachers all over the United States. New York City. But what's the most difficult part about being a teacher in New York City? The aggressiveness. Explain. The New York nature is just like, you're from New York. I mean, obviously you hear the saying, you make it in New York, you can make it anywhere. Yep, mm-hmm. Definitely. And that's because whether you want to admit it or not, New York, you just have an aggressive nature. Like we just grab things by the horns mm-hmm. and... We do what we got to do to like prevail. Mm-hmm. And as a teacher teaching students that act like that, but don't know why they're like that, mm-hmm. they're sometimes overly aggressive. You may not know how to mm-hmm. address their aggressiveness when it's probably no really. Yeah. Like there's no malintent behind yeah. it. Yeah. You know? Right. Agree. Right. And I feel like in New York City, I can't speak to other cities because I've never worked there. I've never yeah. lived there. But I know there's a lot of red tape that we have to cut through in order to get what we need to get Definitely. done. Yeah. Like the state more. exams, like mm-hmm. all this nonsense. Mm-hmm. And I just think that teaching has become different. We're teaching them how to take a test and we're not teaching them how to be learners, how yeah. to be thinkers. Mm-hmm. And I think, I, I don't know about other cities, but I know specifically in New York City, in the DOE, that's happening. Right. And that I don't like. I don't either. Yes. Teaching to the test. Mm-hmm. I think it's all an adaptation game. I think that you have to meet the kids where they are. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And we discussed earlier, like, that took me a while to find where they were and how I could meet them there. But right. mm-hmm. that was the first year. Yeah. That was the first year. First year, jitters. Mm-hmm. Um, but thank you, Erica, for asking the question about the ops. So let's take a trip to Brooklyn. And Brooklyn. if you don't know, now you know. What's in Brooklyn, though? I love this. This is what Puala makes us feel stupid. Or at least tries. Or tries to. Or tries to. Are... I love it. Miss Education, you made me feel stupid with all of these hooked on Yeah, He thought Hamilton was pimp slapped to death. <laughs> no, I thought he was dual to death, which he was dual to death. It just happened to be a gun. <laughs> All right, let's do this, Poon. I am so I know words. I have the best words. I have the best words. You ready? (laughs) (laughs) Okay. Plessy v. Ferguson. Do you know anything about Plessy v. Ferguson? I know there's like a Ferguson versus blah, blah, blah. I don't know what else. Miss C, our Mm. wonderful guest. Skip me. Yeah. Yeah. It's like the Uno card, skip. Skip. Yeah. Reverse or or skip. I know what it means, but I don't want you to dangle the question. I just want you to get to your point. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Don't dangle it. You actually don't know what it means. I do. Something Ferguson. No, no, I'm not telling you. Just go. Ask your question. Okay, separate but equal. Uh huh. Right. Okay. That actually wasn't legal doctrine. Separate but equal was never part of legal doctrine. That was taken and like it 
somebody took it and ran with it. Yes. And everybody started saying, all right, separate recall, separate recall. That wasn't the legal doctrine. But like not to the African-American community. They didn't never thought it was separate but equal. Well, what I'm <laughs> saying is they knew the terminology at least. Okay. They knew that, okay, these people say separate but equal. It wasn't separate but equal. Mm. It was just separate. It was another terminology. Okay. So, okay. For so... the same exact idea. Okay, okay. What terminology expressed the same sentiment okay. as separate but equal? In a different way gotcha. than separate but equal. Okay. So confused. Right? I'm going to say separate but fair. Okay. I don't know. No Is idea. Like IDK? Or? Like IDK. Like I have no yeah. idea. I like IDK, Jess's right? answer. Separate but fair. I'm going to go with D all the above. Oh, yeah. It's 100%. 100% wasn't. But it was equal yeah. but separate. Oh. oh. So it's, it's like I just read Miss G's test on this out loud to some students. So it's, I couldn't it's remember. Just it. in reverse. It's the same meaning. Yeah. But Separate but equal, it got all the headlines, and that wasn't exactly what the legal doctrine actually was. It so was equal, equal by but separate. Uh, equal by separate? Sorry, equal, equal but, but separate. But sorry, okay. sorry Miss G. So it's an oxymoron. Miss <laughs> G, please forgive me. <laughs> forgive me, I'm sorry. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you, guest. But it was an 1890 Louisiana law, and the Louisiana law said that all railway companies carrying passengers in their coaches in this state mm-hmm. shall provide equal but separate accommodations for the white and colored races by providing two or more passenger coaches for each passenger. So the fact that you're sitting here reading a social studies textbook right now is making me itch. I was why, just wait, about to say that. Can I ask you why? It's making me itch. Can I ask you why? I don't know. It's just making me itch. We read this in CTY and it was like a lot of fun. <laughs> it was a lot of fun. All right. What's next? Perfect. What's next? Yes, so there is no next. That's it? My... Whole, if you don't know, now you know, it was about Plessy v. Ferguson. It wasn't separate but equal. It was equal but separate. Now, does it mean anything different? So it's just in reverse. Hold on. Does it mean anything different? No, it doesn't. At all. It doesn't. They just screwed up the order, and I find that fascinating. America's And it America. was a test case. Do you know what a test case is? A test case is a situation where they're, like, practicing it for like a little bit to see study. if it works. Right. What do you think? Let's see. You got to guess something at this point. Come on. I can't. Like, you All guys right. are giving me hard questions here. Okay. A test case is something that's designed to test the court system. So, like, the whole point was to see what the law is. So, it was a test case. Plessy uh-huh. was actually mixed race. He was only one-eighth black when he was sitting in the passenger car. Yep. I don't know if people could even notice that he was African-American. Yeah. But it was to test that law. Hmm. Hashtag America. And if you don't know, now you, now know. you know. Equal but separate. Wow! Congratulations! <laughs> awesome, awesome. So now I think me, Miss E, mm-hmm. possibly Coglin, Miss mm-hmm. C, have some ebonic words Wait. for our next segment. Hooked on ebonics, Miss Coglin. You're actually kind of young. You may not remember mm. this. Do you remember hooked on phonics? No. Jesus. Christ. Wait, I'm sorry. Yeah, I'm a toddler. <laughs> So, uh, growing that's up, a compliment. We you know school, that, right? Hooked yeah. on Phonics was a workbook basically that helped you with your phonetics. Skills. It was a commercial that says, Hooked on Phonics works for me. Lil yeah. Wayne also said it in wow. a song. Wow. So. Okay. <laughs> Shout out, Lil Wayne. Obviously, you know, Mr. Punwala Doctor. Uh, was sheltered from the hood, so mm-hmm. he doesn't know really. Mm-hmm. What do you mean? I was born in Queens. You were not born in Queens. You got to stop because I'm on Long Island. But I was born in Queens. So. I used to live in Queens. Wait, you said you were true? No, no. Oh, I was fellow born- Long Islanders yeah. telling you to stop lying. I was born in Queens. My first two years of my life, I lived in Queens. You are not. Yes, anyway, hooked on Ebonics. I was first. Thank you. It's not fake news. You can look at my birth certificate, just like Obama's. Bring it next episode. 
I will just bring your social. All right, any social. Doctor Punawala, look it up. No, no, we need the social and the birth certificate. That's not gonna be social. Mm-hmm. Fine. All right, hooked any bottles. Our first word. You want to go, Missy? Yes. So this word, Mister P, has your P letter P in it. Oh. So you're gonna like this, and also, hey. Mister Caffetti uses the synonym of this ebonic word. What does the expression Hundo P? Mm. Oh, I know, oh, I, know I know, I know. I know what this means. Ding, 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 ding. Wow. 100%. Right, of course. I didn't know that, though. Kanye <gasps> listens to, like, mm. wait, she's 24. Uh, but I didn't Once know Once again, this. I'm a toddler. She's also, <laughs> Hundo P. Hundo means 100. P means percent. Come on. He's a math man. But I didn't know that myself. It's okay. It's okay. You okay. should have yeah. checked him. I actually, <laughs> you're not getting the next one. I actually you're not played. Getting the next right, no right. way. I actually played basketball in high school, so great next out to Rebels. We still owe you a two dollar bill. They got that too fast. I didn't know this one, so I thought it was hard. No. All right. Okay. Anyway, all right. So you all know what FOMO is, right? Yeah. The fear of missing out, yes. right? What does JOMO mean? Can you use it in a sentence? Nah. Okay, I'll use it in a sentence. I think he had a spelling bee. Go ahead. All right. All right. I am going to JOMO Fake news. tonight. What? Yeah, exactly. No, it, that's yeah. no contract. That's <laughs> okay, okay. What? Okay. I'm going to All right. Jomo. I don't have FOMO because I have JOMO. I'm going to get out of my something. Okay. Well, you know FOMO's acronym. <laughs> yeah. So I, I, do. I actually did know that. So, <laughs> Dr. Calf. You should think of four uh, words then. So, yeah. JOMO, you're admitting that you don't know what this is. Uh-uh. So, so, I think that Cognitive the first cap-cap. three words are okay. get out of mind. Okay. Jomo, wait. Oh, I see why you're saying. Jomo. Okay. So no, Jomo means. Wait, did you tap out? Yeah, I tapped. She tapped out. So it means that you are content to stay in. But what's the acronym? What's the J? It means the joy of missing out. Oh. It's the opposite of the fear okay. of missing out. I thought okay. it was G O M O. No, it's J. No, I thought it was J. Jomo. That's why I was thinking, like, the G, this, that would make it But very... if it was in Spanish, yeah, 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 yeah. Like, Spanish, But that's so. not what it is. Yeah. But didn't you say Gomo? But if it was a I J, said Jomo. Oh, she said Jomo. Jomo. Oh. <laughs> Whoa. Hey, they're people, too. Wait, what? I said <laughs> that if in, J, in the letter J, that's in a, Spanish, is Jota. That's what I'm saying. So it'd be Homo. But no, that's to not. To clarify, that is a joke from Friends. Oh. When Joey was like... Why her homo sapiens? You're, homo you're sapiens. explaining your joke? <laughs> Jesus. All right, Christ. so they didn't get oh, that one. Oh, one more, one more, one more. You all ready? I'm, Go ahead. You, I'm ready for Go. If somebody comes up to you and they're like, Dimelo. Hey. What does that mean? Ooh, can I get in on this? You're not Spanish, Frank. I'm not. <laughs> not he's Spanish inside. Exactly. <laughs> no, he's not. He's not. I'm full, I'm full of freeholders. <laughs> That's like the emoji Damn. that you always send. He's full of freeholders. Yeah, the dancing <laughs> You always send that. It's my favorite emoji. Oh, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I could tell. All right, all right, sandwich. all right. I'm ready for. Can I? Can I get on this? No, right? Because yeah. no, 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 no. Okay. I have literally Cheating. no idea. Okay, so Miss Coughlin taps. I tap unless you say use one it more time. time. Wall, tell me what's up. Tell me what's up. Yes, the is like it's one give. Word. That was my answer. Give tell me, me what's up. Yes, tell me what do you need? What's up? I mean, he's technically not wrong because I'm right. <laughs> <laughs> Right. Yeah. It, like, right. so Dimelo means, like, Dimelo. tell me. Yeah. Right. So, yeah, you're not wrong. Is that a boy? Good I mean, job. Wait, hold on. I just want to hear you say it. If I'm not wrong, what am I? <laughs> All right, so I'm just saying, yeah. No, hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on. If I'm not wrong, oh my God. what am I? You guys don't even stop with this. You're right. You're right. <laughs> <laughs> Come on. 
Coglin, if yeah. I'm not wrong. You're right. Hey! <laughs> and this one, Punawala walks away with the, the building blowing up behind him. A whole bunch of flames. That's my co-teacher right, right there. So guys, I think that we are at Ryan's. Oh, wow. Yeah. Like... Uh, she Are you ready? Little... She gotta give us some good yes. stuff. Some good college speech days. College Victorian speech. And I gotta say, I'm like a vampire. Like I wanna like You're a vampire. suck the, the energy from the youth. And to me, she's younger. Oh, so she's gonna what? tell us. I'm the toddler. Yeah, she's gonna tell she's us some stuff that we need to know. That's the way you no, that's the no, way you buffy. stay. Mm-hmm. Let's be PG. Listen, as an older person, you stay young by being surrounded by young people. So Cat's not young, but fine. Go ahead. Okay. Words of wisdom. Words of wisdom. Can you give us like yeah. two minutes? So the way the segment is set up, two minutes of unfettered advice. Just yes, you. 100%. So I think that all in all, mm-hmm. you got to do what you love. Wow. You got to work hard in the thing or the subject or the Whatever you're doing in college, you got to do what you love because Amen to that. Mm-hmm. you waste four years if you don't do what you love. So I can tell you from experience that I've done a lot of things that I don't love in my life, in my short toddler years, you know. Um, exactly. So, shut up. 1997. We're all jealous that you're young. You're born in 1997? You're yes. so jealous. This is besides Jesus. my words of wisdom. No, this doesn't count in our time. Time. Okay, great. So I would say if you don't do what you love, then change it. Go back and do what you love Mm -hmm. and stick to it and work hard because I've always wanted to be a teacher and now I'm here and I'm here with you guys and that's that's awesome, you know? Whatever you do, make sure you love it because you're stuck with it. You're basically... Unless you want to go back to more school. I don't really know. And being an adult is a long chunk of change, okay? It, 100%. 100%. Like, 100% like the majority yeah, yeah. of your life is being an adult. Yeah. So be wise and, and make good decisions. 100%. <laughs> and when you do what you love and you figure it out, be passionate about it. Because if you don't put 110% into whatever you're doing, then you shouldn't do it. Because it's with you the rest of your life. So I'll probably be a teacher for the rest of my life because wow. that's what I love to do. That is so amazing. I like that she's so sure about this because like... <laughs> I'm 14 years in the game. I'm like, what am I supposed to do now? You know what you I mean? Like, I'm feeling very yeah. like you told me you were like, I can't imagine doing anything, anything else. else. And, and I can so. see that from your energy. Like you have great you, energy. You should stay at our You school. know what you want. And that's <laughs> I awesome. don't plan on leaving. So. And that's a privilege. <laughs> that's awesome. Yeah. yeah. They're happy to have you. I'm happy for yeah, you guys. Happy you. you guys are the best. I've heard that from higher ups, but higher ups. That's so sweet. Shout out to Kim Cordova. (laughs) (laughs) Shout out Kim. So guys, (laughs) thank you for those words. Like, I'm so much wiser because I heard those words. (laughs) Do what you love. Words of wisdom. (laughs) Yeah. Right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So corny. I'm not corny. You're I'm nice. a hundo P, actually. Oh, oh, oh my God. Oh, did not know note, what that meant. That slaps, actually. So. Uh, oh, my God. Man. On that note. <laughs> we're the saddest part of our show, guys. Yeah. No. Guys, and don't ever feel ashamed of, like, Joe Mo. Yeah, never feel ashamed. The joy of missing out. Yeah, the joy of missing out. So, guys, say your farewell salutations to our guests. Salute. You guys are the best. Thank you for having no, us. Thank you for cast. being here. Missy is leaving us? Yeah. She's no, I'll be here us. forever. Don't even worry about it. <laughs> episode 25 you're coming back right? episode 25 oh, back. thank you so much for coming Yay. on thank you so much for having really me you guys are the best it. you really are oh thank you missy any closing words my fellow hosts how would you like to say your goodbyes to the people i would like to say wear your masks keep safe i know that christmas is coming and you want to be with family and you want to travel you want to do all those things but like right now there's a light at the end of this tunnel mm. let's keep it together so that we can get back to normal faster mm. agreed 
So I just think thank you to our guest, Brian Coughlin, for coming on. I'm very grateful. And thank you to all the followers, all the Instagram followers. And I say this every time. We got thousands of views on one of our videos. And it was just like a video that I made got thousands of views. What are you talking about? Mind blown. So thank you. Keep following. Like us on Facebook. Email us in yes, at please. what? All staff meeting at Gmail. Yeah. At Gmail. Email us in. And thank you for all the love. And we will continue mm-hmm. to return it. So, guys, thank you to all our subscribers for continuing to rock with us every Friday. Huge shout out to my two super hosts, Miss E and Mr. P. Don't forget to follow us on Instagram at the All Staff Meeting and on Twitter at the All Staff Meeting. Remember to DM or email us all your education and life questions to the All Staff Meeting at gmail.com. And if you ever want to just ask a question personally to one of the hosts, that's cool too. And please don't forget to subscribe, subscribe, subscribe. And we always like to leave you guys with some wisdom, a little quote. So today, remember, anything that costs you your peace is way too expensive. Do yourself a favor and let it go. Mm, Cheers, everybody. Let it go. 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 Let it go.